Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, August 9th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. At the Huawei Developer Conference, CEO Richard Yu unveiled Harmony OS, an open-source microkernel-based distributed OS primarily aimed at IoT devices. Yu stated the OS was faster and safer than Android, and that in the event Huawei can no longer access the Android ecosystem, the company can deploy Harmony OS at any time. The OS doesn't allow root access thanks to kernel isolation, uses formal mathematical verification to spot vulnerabilities, and a deterministic latency engine to allocate resources with real-time analysis and forecasting. As a result, Yu claims Harmony OS offers instructions per clock performance five times faster than Google's Fuchsia and three times faster than QNX. Harmony OS will first appear in smart displays and still include the Linux kernel and Huawei's own LightOS kernel alongside its microkernel. Version 2.0 is scheduled for 2020 and will offer just the microkernel with better graphic support. The Wall Street Journal reports that Facebook is offering news outlets content deals for a news section the company hopes to launch next year, according to sources. The three-year deals would reportedly be worth as much as $3 million a year to license the use of headlines and article snippets. ABC News, Dow Jones, The Washington Post, and Bloomberg are among the outlets approached. News outlets would have discretion over how content appears and have the choice of hosting articles on Facebook or linking back to their own sites. The news sections would be separate from the existing Today In section of Facebook that links to news stories from organizations in a user's area. CNBC reports that Apple Card issuer Goldman Sachs is accepting credit applications for the card from iPhone users with FICO scores below 660, often categorized as subprime, according to sources. Apple reportedly wants the bank to approve as many iPhone customers as possible. Sources say the credit application process is designed to be completed within two minutes, which will verify identity and check with credit bureaus that the user can repay debts using the software firm Provenier for credit decisions. Paytm is India's largest mobile payments firm, and it now has 10 million customers of its PayPay app in Japan, a joint venture with Yahoo Japan and SoftBank. PayPay is supported at 1 million stores in Japan and has processed more than 100 million transactions. Stores in India and Japan tend to prefer cash and sometimes do not accept credit cards. PayPay's biggest competitor in Japan, next to cash, is the messaging platform Line. Paytm also has a presence in Canada. Broadcom announced it will acquire the cybersecurity company Symantec for $10.7 billion in cash. This is the second major acquisition to uh, diversify Broadcom beyond the chip market after acquiring CA Technologies for $19 billion in 2018. Broadcom expects the deal to result in $1 billion in cost synergies over the next 12 months. The deal is expected to close before the end of 2019. In Q2, Uber reported it lost $4.72 per share on revenue of $2.87 billion. Analysts had expected revenue of $3.05 billion on a loss of $2.70 a share. Overall, revenue grew 14% of the year, with gross bookings increasing 31% to $15.76 billion. Uber's ride-hailing business saw revenue grow 2% to $2.3 billion, while Uber Eats revenue grew 72% to $595 million. Overall, Uber reported 99 million monthly active users, up 30% of the year, with price per trip increasing 20%, although after accounting for driver payment, Uber saw a 4% increase. Twitch launched a private beta for its first broadcasting software, creatively called Twitch Studio. The software was designed to ease the onboarding process for first-time streamers, who previously had to use third-party software to set up a stream. 
Twitch Studio aims to take out the complexity of configuring hardware, software, and network connection, and Twitch doesn't plan to compete with advanced third-party solutions like Streamlabs or XSplit. Twitch is accepting applications for the beta now, with Twitch Studio available for PC. Google will now surface individual podcast episodes in search results, surfacing content on specific topics or an interview with a specific person, and plans to bring the feature to Google Assistant soon. For now, the search requires the word podcast, such as podcast about boxer dogs or boxer dog podcasts. And if you choose an episode, it'll play in the Google Podcast web app. Google says it plans to support third-party playback for podcasts that are exclusive to certain platforms and will eventually drop the podcast search term requirement. And finally, Blackmagic Design announced the Pocket Cinema Camera 6K, a compact camera using a 30, Super 35 format sensor with a maximum video resolution of 6144 by 3456 at 50 frames per second. The camera can also shoot 60 frames per second at 6144 by 2560 or 120 frames per second at 2.8K resolution. The camera uses the Canon EF lens mount, offers a claimed 13 stops of dynamic range, and has a dual native ISO of 400 and 25,600. The camera features a 5-inch touchscreen and offers mini XLR, full-size HDMI, USB-C, DC power, mic input, and a headphone jack. The Pocket Cinema Camera 6K is shipping now for $2,495. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And you can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.